Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the William Mary Sports Podcast. Uh, today, I'm going to be giving uh, sort of my opinion on like the whole transfer portal system uh, when it comes to F- FCS and FBS um, moves, and then kind of tying that into the John Pius case, um, for lack of better words there. Um, so before we get into this episode, just make sure if you want to stay updated on William Mary news and athletic information, you should follow my Twitter, that's Ev- at Evan underscore Mangin, and then my Instagram at uh, the William Mary Sports Podcast if you want to stay updated on information uh, regarding William Mary athletics. Uh, so as many of you know already, John Pius uh, did transfer to Wisconsin after having two very, very good seasons with the Tribe. Or he had three seasons, but two two really elite ones. Um, and with that, he was uh, confirmed to have been offered at least forty k to transfer through NIL. Um, a lot of people are speculating that it was a hundred thousand, um, but the number that I heard was forty one thousand. Obviously, there's no way of knowing right now. Um, even even some of the websites that report it like on three aren't very accurate uh, with with how much uh, money that the kids are earning um, through NIL, but we, we don't really know that. Uh, but just a but it is a large sum of money, um, and you know with, with him deciding to do that, his high school head coach, which I thought was very interesting, his high school head coach Half Pint Stewart, who is the head coach uh, at Yorktown High School, so very very close to Williamsburg, very very like you know there's probably a direct pipeline between that high school and William & Mary, his head coach calls him out on his decision to transfer. Um, and his, his basic reasoning is, William & Mary is the only team that gave you a D1 chance. Uh, you know, like, th- these guys actually believed in you. They came and recruited you, unlike all these other schools. They gave you a chance. They developed you and all this stuff. And then as soon as you see a form of success, you decide to leave and sell out to the money. Now, what I think here is obviously $41,000 or more is not a small sum of money, and it's not an easy decision for John Pius. Like, I, I understand, like, if I were in that situation, it would definitely be tempting to not only move up and play a very high level of college football, but also getting paid to do so, because I know, I know he wasn't making, he was making little to none uh, through NIL at William Mary. But here's here's also where I think he messed up. I, I do really like what the coach said about his move, but you know I think I think if he stays here and has another good season, he's got one year of eligibility left. And I think if he stays here, if he stayed at William Mary, had a very good season like he had for the last two years, I think he's got a straight ticket to the NFL. I think he's a high high round draft pick, not first round. But I think he is could fall anywhere from the second to fourth round if he continued and had a, had another really good season this year. Um, he earns a world class degree if he graduates from William Mary, and that degree, may I add, is worth much more than the forty one thousand dollars he's receiving now. Now, yes, still tempting. You get forty one thousand dollars now versus I'm gonna have to use this degree to earn money later. The I think the 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 idea of Ooh, you you could have you could have forty forty thousand dollars right now, or you could have a million dollars later for this degree. Obviously, he he chose the money now, um, and that 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 
being betting on himself uh, to play to play well at Wisconsin. Now, um, you know he'll play. He'll play at Wisconsin and he'll play in the Big Ten. And you know he's gonna he's not gonna be playing against the FCS anymore. He's gonna be playing against guys who are bigger, stronger, and faster than or not not faster than him, but faster than what he was going up against in the FCS. And um, there's not really there's no guarantee at all that he will still be good. Um, obviously, very good player. I respect him a lot. I still do wish him the best. I hope he does succeed a lot. But there's not there's no guarantee that he will be at the level that he was um, in the FCS. And that you know he's risking that idea of you know if he doesn't have a very good season, if he doesn't play a lot, if he underperforms, he's not going to the NFL. That's that's just the reality of it, um, and so I think, you know, if his ultimate goal is to go to the NFL, I think that he, you know, m- maybe had to think through his decision more of transferring to Wisconsin. But you know, this whole move also shows where NIL has gotten out of hand. Really, um, you know, I was talking with my friend Preston about this specific uh, case with John Pius. Um, go follow him too. He's all eyes on sports. On Instagram, make some cool videos over there. Uh, he's almost at 600 followers on Instagram, and then he's all eyes on sports book um, on Twitter. He has shifted to more of a uh, betting um, type type account there. It's it's really interesting. So I recommend you go over and follow him there. But anyway, I was talking with him about this issue, and he agrees, you know, t- to what I think here, and that's nil should really be limited and that it should be local businesses, people who aren't nationally known, people who are local to wherever the college town is. For example, um, he Preston was telling me about UVA, and he was like, a local business is like the Good Feet store, and one of their players got an NIL deal. Not a ton of money, but still, I think that makes sense. It's close. It's in Charlottesville, and I, it just makes sense. Um, and obviously, he's not, he's not going to – buy like a Lamborghini with with that sponsorship money um so I think that that's that's very reasonable and I think merch merch sponsorships like the college like should be able to sell jerseys with your name on the back for instance I think that's very reasonable um but just just stuff that's like reasonable and not not giving you gobs of money because you know I think you you also look at this I saw this interesting graphic um on Instagram yesterday and it was like um, Reggie Bush got his Heisman taken away for getting $2,000 in a car from USC. Yet Caleb Williams earns well over a million dollars a year playing for USC, and he he's literally living in a penthouse while in college through money that he is earning, and nobody nobody's nobody's even batting an eye about that. Uh, I just think obviously I do I do recognize that. NIL was different, like it, it wasn't re- it wasn't legal then, or if it was, it wasn't very it was it was just different in the amount uh, that that you could earn from it. But still, like it, it's it's just crazy where where we've gotten um, at this moment. But just you know, there there's no need for uh, college kids to be to be having Lamborghini sponsorships where. You know they're going and getting paid five hundred thousand dollars for 
shooting a few commercials and getting a free Lamborghini. Like there's just that's just that's just where it gets to a crazy level of money and and where we almost get into this like semi pro type league thing, which obviously it's it's taking an effect on college football. It's taking an effect on recruiting and portal stuff. Um, and it's 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 gotten out of hand, and I I also think it creates some some type of like loyalty problem, um, with like for the for for the, for instance, John Pius. I, I'm not gonna say he wasn't loyal because I'm sure he was getting offers to transfer to to the FBS after his sophomore season, but um, you know, it for some of these kids where it's like they're they're only getting one offer and they're committing on that, and then they do really well and leave. You know that 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 can be a lot because of the money they're getting offered, which isn't necessarily the kid's fault. Once again, because it's like that's very tempting as as you know probably a twenty year old kid. Um, like that that it's very it's definitely tempting to getting to be offered that much money just to play and not take it. Uh, and it's hard to think through what like the pros and cons, I guess. Um. But another example I kind of have uh, of of this where it doesn't really work out is um, Tony Musket, who transferred um, from Monmouth to UVA before uh, the beginning of last season. Um, and obviously, I don't I don't think it really worked out for him. Yes, he did start and play in uh, quite a few games, but he ultimately um, got benched for um, Anthony Calandria. Now, I wouldn't say this is like your typical benching where it's like he was he wasn't performing well so he got benched. It was just more of like Calandria was playing just out of out of this world and you know, they had to stick with the hot hand. Um so so it was kind of like one of those, but still he Musket was one of the best FCS quarterbacks at Monmouth. Was absolutely lighting up um the CAA. Um and with with a relatively average uh, team too, uh, lighting up the CAA, and then you know he had that really really good season uh, last or two years ago, and he decided to leave. And you know, UVA he, he did get to start some games. I'm sure that was cool for him. But at the end of the day, like he he's not going to get to the NFL. That that's that's the simple fact of it. Um, and I think if he stayed, you know, two more years because he, he he's saying he's going to come back to UVA this year. He, he's not going to start, though. Um, but, you know, if he stayed at Monmouth for two more years, had very, very good seasons like he did, he's going to the NFL. And I think I think it's, you know, he decides to leave so quickly that he doesn't really realize what he might cost himself. Um, so, yeah, I just, you know, I, I, think, I think that's one of those situations where uh, people who are considering transferring like this need to really think through what they have at the FCS level, what is almost right in front of them, um, which a lot for a lot of these players who are elite is the NFL. Because as much as players may not think it, you can easily get to the NFL from a place like William Mary. You saw that last year. We had three players, three players who made it to the NFL from our team last year. And some of them weren't even that good. Like they were very they were very good, but they weren't that they weren't like this guy could obviously be playing at a higher level, but you know, William Mary's got a phenomenal coaching staff, phenomenal strength team. You can make it to the NFL from William Mary. And I think a lot of people uh, need to like sit down and consider fully what they're doing. Um, 
when, when they when they transfer for you know money purposes and stuff like that. And my last point on this is I think um, I think it's different uh, when when like it's transfers between the subdivisions like FCS to FCS that's fine. FBS to FBS is fine in my opinion because they're to scale. At the and the FC, FBS, everybody's earning nil money regardless of where you go to school. That's just that's just plain and simple. That's the fact. Yes, you're gonna earn a lot more money playing at Texas than you are at South Alabama, but they're still earning money there. Um, so it, it, I think it's it's to scale. But when and same thing with the FCS, probably. A lot, probably ninety nine percent of players in the FCS aren't earning NIL money, but the few who are really deserve it. And mo- mostly, when it's FCS to FCS transfer, it, it's just to, it's just because of like, oh, I'm not getting enough playing time, or something like that. It's not because of money or because it's to take like a massive step up. And even if it is to take a step up, it can't. It's not going to be that ginormous. Like it, it's not that large. It's not going to be. Oh, I'm going from Wofford to Alabama. It's going to be I'm going from, you know, Elon to South Dakota State. Yes, definitely much better football team, but not that big of a step up. Um, so I just, you know, I think I think the FCS to FBS thing has just gotten out of hand, um, especially with the money, and it's you know it's not really fair to the F- to the FCS. I feel like, um, and it's gonna it's gonna cause for, you know, teams to have to adjust and, and regroup on this because teams are losing players very fast. It, it, it's really, it's, it's not easy being, being an FCS coach these days. Cause you know, you have, you, you want your team to be full of really, really good players. But at the same time, once, once they're really good, once they show they're really good, they're just going to leave. That's, that's just a fact. And um, I think now a lot of it is like, I'm going to commit to the FCS for my goal to be, to go to the FBS. And you know it's like there's nothing you can really do about it, and it's it's kind of it's just it's just a problem. Money talks, and it, it's starting to ruin college football, in my opinion. Um, and finally, finally, you can't you, you know if Pius going back to the Pius point, if Pius does you know has an average season and doesn't make it to the NFL, I mean he's going to be asking himself the question: Was the forty one thousand dollars worth it going to Wisconsin and I'm sure he'll say no um obviously I think him moving is not only a product of he wants the money but I guess he I think he's also betting on himself in terms of what he thinks he'll be able to do at Wisconsin but you know if it doesn't work out which is I would say a pretty good chance not not like a high chance but a pretty good chance you know I think I think he will regret transferring uh in the long run uh, but that will conclude today's episode. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I thought this I thought this topic was really really interesting, and I wanted to make an episode on it. Let me know what your thoughts are, because I know a lot of people um, don't necessarily disagree with me, but have different different views um, with with different aspects of the transfer portal and money and how that affects the FCS. So um, if you if you want to talk more with me, feel free to DM me on uh, Instagram or Twitter or just uh, leave me a comment here on, on below the podcast. Uh, but once again, thank you guys for listening. Remember, I have uh, $20 off 
um, for any seats on SeatGeek if you use WM Sports Pod all caps. Um, and I will see you next time for another episode.